0: welcome back this is not w balls i know i did that last time but uh off the early morning vibes once again uh i'm supposed to podcast uh later tonight i mean this afternoon i'm supposed to do that uh my yesterday was a little fire excuse me i'm having coffee uh Anybody that is an avid Starbucks goer, uh, I have, I have difficulties just trying new things. So, I'm always going to be a caramel macchiato type guy. Uh, Shouts out to AJ. She got me on the, uh, and this is purely fat shit. She got me on a, a caramel macchiato, upside down, extra caramel. No, I'm fucking lying. I'm lying. Who got me on a caramel macchiato was my sister Brandy. Like she went to Starbucks and I like never fucked with it. And I was like, What you getting? She was like, Oh, I get a caramel macchiato. And I was like, hmm, that's a little different. But okay. So that's what I uh ended up getting and shit. It was that. But uh it's a uh it's a white chocolate with uh, a strawberry puree. So it's fire. It's fire. I like it because you can still taste the strawberry and the chocolate. So that's something that uh, I think I had a couple times. The chick at Myers, uh, she she told me about it. She was like, "Oh, you could try it and it's real flavorful." And I was like, "Oh, let me try it." It's, it's pretty good too. It's pretty, it's definitely pretty good. Uh, me and Angie post a podcast later today. We're going to see how that works out. Me and Angie didn't get in a, in a groove of where we feel like both of us know one another and we just showing our black natural ass for the record. She doesn't have one. That's amazing. But, uh, hopefully it turns out well, I'm gonna try to shoot out to see Manny. Manny stayed 30 minutes away. Manny out his fucking mind, he sent me that shit, and I seen it yesterday where it said 30 minutes, I lied to that nigga, I was like shit man, a plate and fell in my lap man, I'm about to get some ass, man, I drove directly home, I'm not fucking with him, uh, <clears throat> also kicked it with my younger sibling, about certain shit, uh, I don't know if I want to go into that, cause it's some little touchy shit, and I know I give y'all a lot of my life already, but uh, just really wanna give it to him where he understands that Alabama ain't the place for you right now. And we discussed that and hopefully he gets it. Uh my close personal friends who really know me and then we talk via text and phone, shit like that. My nephew did reach out to me and tell me thank you for the gifts. But then <clears throat> when I text him back, good morning and all that other shit, he ain't called me back. He ain't even respond. I don't give a fuck, I got my third, I got my thank you. And that's, that's, that's a lot. And the standard is fucking, uh, <clears throat> pretty low with him because he's like a piece of shit. And the reason he's a piece of shit is the direct effect of my brother. But, uh, it's a little different because He's at the age now Where he can create relationships And I don't feel like He's doing a great job Of creating and maintaining relationships Especially with the cool uncle That buy him shit So let me read y'all The text message that he sent me When he got the clothes Uh As soon as I find it He said hey um uh, Just wanted to say thanks for the clothes. They came in tonight, which is a lie because them bitches got dropped off at 12 this time. They came in tonight and they are heat, man. I really appreciate it. And that made me feel good because I had a clip form. I uh, I didn't get on the book, inbox my mom like, what's the best route to address this situation? I called him a little punk too I called my uh, my mom A grandson a little punk I was like just a little punk But uh With that being said uh, He reached out to me I had to unload the clip <clears throat> And it felt good I had to unload the clip And not give it to my nephew like Hey man you're a piece of shit You can do better than this blah 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 So with that being uh Something But It's just like Excuse me w- With me being such an emotional person I'm I'm taking my emotions out of A lot of situations Just being like It's not personal Like I'm not taking shit personal I'm just saying like Oh Okay Yo that's cool And It's a different path man Cause fighting your emotions Fighting who you naturally are Is And changing For the better Is 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 a difficult race <clears throat> And with it being such a difficult race, it's like you want to embrace your old way so much, but you know, it's not helpful and it's not, uh, it's not the best play. So since it's not helpful, nor the best play, you have to fix it and address a lot of shit that, uh, goes along with you. So with me addressing a lot of shit that goes along with me, uh, I think this is the best way to, to get it out. It's be the change you want to be Shout out to Ray Cause she got that from uh... Damn I can't think of his name War glasses uh, I want to think uh... Damn I just thought of it And went right the fuck out my mind I'm going to look it up later But yeah uh... So that's something difficult My nephew he He really helped me with that because me having a clip for my nephew is still a difficult spot to be in, because you feel like you shouldn't have to have a clip for people like that. But I definitely had one of them sons' bitches loaded up. We definitely could have played pop, 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 pop goes my na, my na, but uh, we didn't have to. Both of us uh, were was able to be in a place of space where that was not needed, and I'm uh, I'm thankful. I'm happy. I'm. Uh, hella excited for that because we're growing and and with us growing that's the uh don't don't ever think you're too old to grow and learn you can learn some shit i'm i'm very open-minded to a lot of shit and with me being so open-minded to a lot of shit i think that's where i why i am the way i am now and where i am now because it's just to understand the shit uh yesterday went to uh one of my brother's spot actually uh me and tina went out grabbed some food and uh, me and tina is supposed to be going out for the longest like years and with us not going out you know people feel well women feel a certain type of way if they never get a date out you they feel like oh i'm not anybody i'm not shit but the crazy thing is it's sometimes it's intentional other times it's unintentional but what i have really uh came to notice and understand so much of is that uh it only feels that way because of uh the fact of i use of a lot it only feels that way because the standard people put on it cuz me and juice have international foodie day me and AJ have international foodie day and and now we do Starbucks. So I really don't care. It's been plenty of times that me and Justin went to restaurants and ate. It's been plenty of times that me and uh AJ then sat down and grabbed some food and kicked it. And ain't never it, it it's never no pressure like that. It's never no pressure like we just be vibing out having a good time. But with me and Tina went, it was straight certain parts I feel like was forced. I feel like uh she was like a giddy schoolgirl at times, just about certain shit. But my food was fire. I got a Mexi Ball off. Oh. From uh what is it, Mr. Miguel's, Mr. Something? that shit was fire. That shit was fire. That shit was so fire, I took a picture and said to the bro, like, hey man, like nigga, you missing out just eating uh fish. Cause nigga, they got a hit on their hands. Nigga, they got a pa da pa Nigga, that shit is that shit something different so with that part being something different that's uh that's a good experience like I like that I'm not about to go on and on and on with this one uh I'll probably end up just putting this out today this is a little uh this a little brief little summary uh also me and AJ has made a firm commitment of we we definitely need to get back in the gym that's part one part two I think we're gonna wrap up Snowfall together well not I think we are. So we gonna speak about so snowfall every week. And then I, I have to see about factoring that in because I still wanna do the podcast with Mark and uh and Ale. I did one episode and Ale fired me and told me I'm Molly. He was like, You just sit there and make sure we stay on topic. And I started to tell L like, bitch, you know, this all my shit, right? <laughs> like I could find another you, <laughs> but I didn't. Cause L has great conversations. Sometimes when people have great conversation and great understanding of sports, like he go back and research shit. And he said, I love research and shit because I want to be right all the time. I was like, oh, you're a bitch. That's a whole move. So that's uh, that's something I want to factor in. But me and L shit might be. Me, Elle and Mark shit might be every two weeks. And with it being every two weeks, that's what we're going to figure out. And also, in lighter news. Yo, if you just meet somebody and they invite you to come over and drink with them. I'm I'm talking about out the blue. Like y'all on the book, you add them. Then y'all get to talking. I think that's different. If somebody invites you over to drink. Like niggas got to be more aware too. Because niggas just think it's one way. Like oh. Well I'm going to get old girl to come over and drink. I feel like why. What makes you think. that I'm about to come over your crib late at night. And drink with random person I ain't never met. And and the crazy shit was. I was looking at my pistol on my table like. Hmm. Yeah. Like you definitely want to ride. Because. It's all about safety. Like you want to make it home. So with you with me want to make it home and understand that decision, I declined. I didn't go. Because one, I don't know you. Two, why should I put myself in a situation where I have to bring my gun or use it? Like once you once you get a pistol, you have to be more mindful of shit. Like you can't always be like, oh, I'm about to grab my best friend and we in the shit. Like you don't always want to put Put yourself in situations like that. Or put yourself and your best friend in situations like that. To where you have to do shit like that. Because it's not smart. And with it not being smart. Do better. Have more of an understanding. Like you have this for a reason. Majority of the time. A lot of niggas get it for protection. And the fucked up shit is the shit I said I wasn't going to talk about. I think I'm going to talk about now. Because it just. Sometimes when certain shit just come out. It come out. And I had no, like no agenda to talk about last night, me bringing my pistol or me thinking about, you know, I'm going to take my pistol, go over old girl house because I don't know her and it could be a setup. So my younger sibling has, uh, <clears throat> has been into world-class fuck shit. Uh, I'm a, I'm going gonna make this story pretty fast. The first one. So the second, um, blah, the second one is going to be a little bit more detailed. So the first one was uh, my younger sibling stays in Alabama. Majority of his family is in Alabama. So he he ended up hitting up one of the aunties, going over her crib, helping her move some shit. His best friend came over and his wife, and uh, all of them just started helping. Mom's there, auntie there, cuz pull up. Cause uh, Tamar pull up. When Tamar pull up, she uh, she just you know, she just the older, cool cousin. Like <clears throat> if you ever listened to the podcast, and I was like, I ever said I was gonna beat therese the fuck up. My first time being down south, I was gonna beat him clean the fuck up because he was trying to show me off like I was a toy, and. His words were so demanding, like, all right, bruh, let's ride. And then one of his homeboys ended up hooking me up with a little chick. So we pull up on her and we talking to her. This nigga pull up out the blue on his jealous shit because he was trying to fuck with her and she wouldn't give him no play. And all of them younger than me, like them niggas 16 with cars. So I had to be like, no, they was younger than that. They was like 14, 15 with access to cars driving off and shit. So I'm like 17. So he, he pull up out the blue, like, all right, man, come on, let's go, let's ride. And I'm like, what? I'm like, nigga, I don't, no. And he like, bruh, let's go. And I'm like, all right, man, father to beat this nigga ass. So Tamar was the cousin who felt me about to whoop his ass, and she picked me up, and I was 17. And she was like, man, what you drink? And I was like, hmm? And she was like, I know he getting on your nerves. He irritating, but you can't leave. She like, this your first time meeting everybody? Ooh. She really getting me to say Because I was going to be like, take me to the bus station. And after she was so smooth and kicked that game to me, I was like, all right, I'll stay. And she told me, she was like, I'll take you to the bus station if you want to, but I don't want you to go. And I was like, damn. <clears throat> so she pulled up a little cousin. Uh, Brian's there. Brian been on fuck shit. I, uh, don't fuck with him because he sold like a hat and, uh, a hat and a shirt my first time going down there. And when I was telling people like, damn, I think I misplaced it. He ended up having it. And then I think he tried to give me back an old hat. I think he, like years later, he tried to give it back to me because, you know, the elders down there kind of put pressure on them and shit for it. So... With all that shit going on, uh, Brian got his strap on him. Uh, little bro walk up to the car like, damn, you around, fam, you don't need that. He was on the phone. He said, all right, the nigga walked with the strap, with the gun in the crib. Uh, little bro felt like he had to correct him and check it. Excuse me. He ended up checking him. A tussle going on, uh... They get my little brother out the crib. The women is holding down the, uh, <clears throat> hold down the cousin Brian and shit. Uh, my brother takes his time or not time. He take this opportunity to say, I'm the baddest, toughest motherfucker around this bitch. I'm the prettiest to do all that shit on the front porch. Talking like, about niggas going to have to deal with me, which I'm like, you don't have to do that. Like you're doing extremely too much right now, sir. So. That goes on My my younger brother Walks in the crib See women tussling With the uh The young lad And uh Once the tussling Happens The cuz Picks his head up But when he picked his head up Uh Therese punched him in his shit So once he punched him in his shit He swole him up And when he swole him up Uh Old boy just was like Uh What'd he say? He said, oh, my dead brother, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Fast forward to like two days ago. That happened in October. Uh, Fast forward to two days ago. Uh, He's talking to the younger uh, Tamar's son, Lamar. He's talking to him. And he's talking about the situation that happened and all that other shit. So... He tell Lamar, like, you know, I ain't really too tough to Worried about you. Lamar is supposed to be, like, high-headed in the gangster, But he, like, 23. So, Lamar's like, oh, okay, give me one second. He go upstairs. And when he go upstairs, he come back and he like, so what you mean by that? Like, what you mean you ain't worried about me? So, he went to go get Iron as a down south uh, lingo. He went to go get that fire. So, Therese befuddled and, like, what the fuck going on? Like, like why are y'all niggas grabbing heat for me? And he like, no, I'm not saying I'm not worried about you. Like I could fuck over you. I'm saying I'm not worried about you because you're not on that shit. He wasn't trying to hear it. Tamar wake up. Tamar get everybody out the house trying to figure out what's going on. And I feel like my brother's grown. So I can't fight his battles and I can't go down there trying to raise hell. If I was younger, I would go down there and raise hell though. Because i I understand he's at a point in time where he's just trying and fuck she keep on happening to him. So Lamar said, I ain't Brian. We got to know that. But my little brother feeling a certain type of way and I'm telling him, well, not my little, my younger brother's feeling a, a type of way. And I'm explaining to him, hey, it's the reason everybody keep on grabbing iron to talk to you. It ain't because <clears throat> they they just think they cool with it. It's because they're fearful. Like whenever a nigga grab iron, you're You are clearly you're at a disadvantage. And with you being at a disadvantage, you're trying to level the playing field. Just like the same shit where I was like, I'm going to take iron over old girl house because I don't know her. The reason that I'm comfortable saying. Hey, I'm going to take iron is because I'm at a disadvantage. I'm not at my house. I'm not at where I'm safe at. I'm not where I'm at peace at. So since I'm like that where I'm not where I'm at peace or where I'm not where I'm safe. I have to do everything to ensure that my safety remains. And that's just, that's just it. Like, yo, I need this. So with that going on, I'm, I'm explaining that to him. Like, hey, be mindful, do a better job. Also understand what you're doing. And maybe Birmingham isn't the place for you right now. I hope he take heave to it. I really hope he does. Uh, Besides that, I think everything else is great. Uh, I'm not going to touch at the shit at the store. I'm not going to touch on that because it, it it has no need to be touched on. But that's really it. Uh, This is more about nothing. Thank you for tuning in. I always thank you guys because... It takes a lot to be like, oh, let me hear what this nigga's saying. Let me hear what this guy's saying. Let me see what's on the floor. I'm about to call Juice back and talk some shit to her where I return these two small draws. And everybody been letting me have about them bitches too, but they was $8, so I was like, fuck the game. I'm about to get it. Like, fuck the bullshit. I'm about to get it. God damn it. All right, that's it. Thank you.